0: Hello and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, the President and CEO of the Chamber. Each week we'll highlight what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs and develop our workforce. We'll also check in with our community partners to share inspiring stories and important information from across our community. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Sarah McGuire. I'm the director of Synergy Young Professionals which is a program of Action Greensboro. Um, And as you know, we're a sister organization to the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. um, And we're excited to be taking over Impact the Borough podcast today to talk a little bit about what's happening in the young professional world in Greensboro. Um, Today, we're gonna talk a little bit about um, synergy, but mostly I uh, want the conversation to be about young professionals and what they're doing in their workplaces here in Greensboro. So I've invited two guests to join me today. Um, and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about who they are and why they're here on the podcast today. So, um, Jasmine, thank you for being here. I'll let you introduce yourself first.
2: Hello, and Sarah, thank you so much for having me. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Jasmine Haney. I am the Assistant Director of Operational Effectiveness at Cone Health, which is a nonprofit for profit healthcare network that serves people across North Carolina, uh, in Greensboro, Alamance, Forsyth, and other counties. Um, I'm originally from Chicago, and I moved to Greensboro back in 2015 um, after I got my MHA from UNC Chapel Hill. And I started at Cone Health through the administrative fellowship program and have worked in the finance department ever since. So I'm excited to be a part of this conversation today.
1: Thank you, Jasmine. Um, next, let's have Caroline introduce
3: herself. Hi everyone, my name is Caroline Tussaroni. Uh, I'm an executive assistant at ArchMI. I've been there since 2018. I actually started as an intern at the company uh, through the Campus Greensboro Summer Summer Fellows Program. Uh, I earned my Bachelor's of Science degree from UNCG in 2018, right before I started my internship. Um, In addition to my role as Vice President of the Young Professionals Employee Resource Group at ArchMI, I also volunteer with our Employee Engagement Committee and I serve on Synergy Council. I've been in Greensboro since 2014 when I began my degree at UNCG and I'm excited to be here with you guys today. Thank you, Carol Ann. And yes, Carol Ann serves on Synergy
1: Council. She's also um, chairing our leadership committee this year, um, which we can touch on that a little bit later. But um, both of these ladies are very highly engaged, as I'm sure you can tell, both inside their organizations um, and in the greater community. So I know we're gonna have um, some good conversation today. Um, and I'm so glad you guys are, are listening to what's happening um, with our young professional community. So. Um, Just before we get the the questions going, I'd like to give any listeners out there who aren't familiar with Synergy a quick overview. Uh, Synergy is a young professionals network um, for young professionals, by young professionals. We have a really strong volunteer base, um, and all of the programming and events that we offer throughout the year are free or low cost to anyone who considers them a young professional that um, considers themselves a young professional young professional that is living or working in Greensboro, Um, we invite anybody to be a part of our organization. Um, Again, membership is free, so we'd love to have you. It's a great place to grow. It's a great place to meet people. Um, And that's how I know these two lovely ladies who have joined me today. So um, outside of Synergy, we know that there are ways for young professionals to get support and be connected. Um, And so we like to think about what's happening within the organization. Cause a lot of times I know Carolyn, you're a transplant and Jasmine you are too. Um, you're newish to the Greensboro community and the workplace is kind of the first, first place that you get to know about a community. You meet your coworkers, um, you go out to lunch and see what's happening in the city. Um, so we know that young professional involvement internal to a company can very, be very important to a young professional's overall experience in the community. Um, And as you heard, Carol Ann and Jasmine mentioned, uh, they um, are both involved in young professional groups internal to their um, organizations, ArchMI um, and Cone Health. So I'd like for them to tell us a little bit about their involvement with those internal groups um, and kind of how that came about for them as they started their careers with those companies. So um, Jasmine, I'll just toss it to you first. So tell us about Cone Health young professional um, group, and then tell us a little bit about your role within it, which I know you are a co-founder of the group, so I'm sure you have um, lots of good information to share.
2: Yes, and so thank you for that. Um, So currently, and I think I missed it in my bio, I serve as the chair for LAUNCH, which is our internal employee network group for young professionals at Cone Health, and we established that back in October of 2018, which seems like a decade ago, at this point, um, and all of our employee networks are supported by our Office of Diversity, Equity, Include, and Inclusion. And so, at that point, maybe summer of twenty eighteen, maybe a little bit earlier, myself and my co-chair, who is awesome, uh, Tanisha Barnes, we identified a need within our organization. You know, when I started in twenty fifteen in the fellowship, I, after I got to talking to people and really getting their experience, and also typically being the youngest person in the room, I was seeking out other people that kind of understood where I was in my career journey. And so we got together and we said, hey, we think that there's an opportunity to have an affinity group for young professionals. And so we got together, we created a proposal, we got together an awesome leadership team, and we started Launch. And the name Launch refers to kind of the phrase launch your career. And so our purpose is to connect, engage, And empower young professionals and leaders across our enterprise so that they can reach their full potential and help drive our organization toward a bold new future and so our group is structured around four pillars or categories so connection internal engagement external engagement and empowerment Um, connection is really about helping our members build their network and create meaningful connections across the system internal engagement is about providing opportunities for professional development and growth External engagement is about getting everyone out into the communities that our organization serves. And then empowerment is really about ensuring that young professionals have their voices heard and that we actually have an impact within our organization, whether that's on a day-to-day operations, our policies, initiatives, or even our strategy as an organization. And so with all of the events and resources that we offer, our goal is to create a pipeline of diverse talented future leaders within our organization To increase retention and to truly support our members as they advance in their careers. Um, The last thing I'll say briefly is that I think, in general, with affinity groups, there's a perception that you have to be a member of that group or you have to identify in the same way, you know, and that's not the case. So, for our group, you know, while our focus is young professionals, all employees at Cone Health are welcome to participate in our events because there's really something for everyone. So, if you're an employee that's interested in professional development and growth, and connecting with others, you are welcome at any of our launch events.
1: I love that. Welcome to anybody. Anybody's welcome at the table. And I think you said a couple of keywords there, Jasmine. Um, retain Retaining young talent, I think is very important. And then also providing um, empowerment. I think it was interesting that you noted that you'd be in meetings where you're the, the youngest person in the room. And I know that can be kind of a siloed feeling. Um, and so it, it's wonderful to hear that you have a plan and a system in place to help young professionals talk to their peers when the opportunity doesn't naturally present itself. That's awesome. Thank you, Jasmine. And Carolyn. tell us um, about the internal affinity group with ArchMI.
3: Yeah, so first of all, Jasmine, that's so impressive that you like were there from the start of it. Um, so our ERG, uh, we just call it the Young Professionals ERG, um, it was actually started before I started. I want to say maybe a couple of years. I think it was still relatively new to the company when I joined. Um, and I just remember as soon as I got hired full-time after being an intern, uh, I loved the events because our our intern group uh, was involved in some of the events over the summer while we were interns. And I remember I joined, and I was like, I just want to get more involved. So I reached out and, The president at the time, he's actually not the president anymore, I emailed him and I was like, hey, I just want to get more involved, like I'm new to the company, I just want to kind of get to know people, uh, see how I can get more involved with the company, and he was like, well, we have a secretary role open if you're interested, and I was like, okay, so I started as the secretary, and uh, I'm now the vice president, two years later, uh, next year, it looks like I'll be taking over as president, so that's exciting. Madam President. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> um, so we'll be, uh, we'll be refocusing at the end of the year. I think we'll just be looking at some new stuff for the upcoming year when I take over. So a little bit more about our group. Uh, our mission statement is to empower young professionals to take charge of their career by providing them with professional development opportunities, connecting them with their peers and executive leadership and encouraging them to be invested in the success of their community. So the last part of that is especially where the last couple of years, um, ever since I met Sarah, I've been trying to (laughs) involve synergy. I've been trying to get us uh, going to their events. So we'll email our members and just be like, hey, this on tap is coming up. Uh, You can come out, get some drinks, get to know some young pros, uh, just to get people involved outside of their work community. I know it's very easy just to get caught up, especially the longer you get into your career, just uh, networking with who you have in your company. But I think it's also very important just to get to know your actual living community outside of your workplace. Um, and I love that you talked about the fact that you have it open to all employees, because I think that's something that we also struggle with is where right, we're called the young professionals and we don't have like a proper age bracket in which we place. So I think it can be a little sensitive for um, we actually used to have a group called seasoned professionals. So I think it's a little sensitive where the border is. So I think the way we frame it is young in your careers, young in your career change, uh, just young in general, we try not to, um, stress the age so much. So I like that you open it because that's what we're trying to do more now is we're trying to just send out general employee communications. And we're like, yes, this is sponsored by the young pros, but we'd love if any of you want to come out, no matter what you consider yourself in your career to be.
1: So that's a little bit about our group. That's a fantastic point, Caroline, and something that we try to stress at Synergy too. We know that people's career paths aren't, you know, point A, point B. Um, and so there are a lot of people who are reinventing themselves or maybe they just find that a particular program or event is something that interests them. And so I think that's great that both of your organizations are are open to anyone being a part that can can get some uh, to uh, receive some benefit from those programs. Um, And I've had the pleasure of working with both of these affinity groups through my role with Synergy. Um, And there are some really, um, really cool ideas, really passionate young professionals in both of those affinity groups. Um, And we've been through this pandemic the past year. Um, uh, Nobody's a a stranger to that struggle. Um, And so when we're talking about being virtual or um, virtual events, Tell us a little bit about how your uh, affinity groups have managed to stick together and move through this virtual phase that we've been in um, over the past year. Uh, Caroline, let's start with you.
3: So I think at the beginning of the pandemic, we were all kind of like, how long is this going to last? I mean, I I know no (laughs) one's a stranger to that. We all just kind of thought it'd be a few weeks and now we're over a year in. So, uh, at first we were just kind of like, all right, let's just postpone a couple of our our usual activities. And then it was like, well, we're not going back to the office anytime soon. The stay at home keeps getting extended. So we started to rethink a lot of our events were kind of important to be on in person. Um, there was one that you spoke at, we would do our annual young Mm -hmm. pros kickoff. So we ended up doing that virtually where we just kind of had everyone, it was just, you know, on zoom as it usually is. And we just had like, uh, just kind of like I guess session set up where you can learn about different things kind of similar to how we did, like uh, we would have breakout or or, um, tables where you can go and kind of learn more about like each pillar of our group. Um, So since we had to work from home, we're still doing our usual events. So some of our our bigger events are advice to my younger self. So this is one of my favorites. This is where I really first got involved with the ERG is um, we would have about three or four executive leaders come and they would kind of give advice to their younger self as the title kind of explains. And then uh, what they started doing is they would invite the interns. So when I was an intern, I think we were one of the first groups that did this. They invited us to come speak. So it was the executive leadership would talk about what they would do, like what advice they would give to their younger selves. We would come in and then just kind of talk about what we're looking in the workforce. uh, Because my company the last few years has put a little bit more emphasis on learning about like what the millennial generation is looking for uh, through their work. And that was actually a research project of mine in college. So I was very excited to share. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. And then uh, I don't know, you get, get me up in front of people and you'll get me talking somehow. So <laughs> <laughs> they enjoyed that. Um, that was fun to do. So we, we still did that. We just did a virtual this year. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't include the interns. I think the schedule just didn't line up but we did have our executive leadership come talk and just kind of share their advice. And then it was a good opportunity as well for networking because people could put on their cameras and talk to the leadership, ask them questions they had. Another one we do is uh we do probably uh, two times a year, we'll do a TED Talk. So we'll pick a TED, topic, a TED Talk topic uh, that we find interesting and we'll kind of just survey the leadership team. There's about five of us, five or six. And we talk about uh, what could be beneficial. We try to keep it relevant. Obviously with like pandemic stuff, there was a lot of like resilience. Um, A couple of ours were getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and the power of believing that you can improve. So basically the way these work is we ask that everyone views the video before the meeting and the 45 minutes about is what we'll schedule for it. Uh, Everyone will just come and we'll have a discussion about the content and everyone can just kind of share their ideas and their feelings and reactions. Um, That's been a really popular one lately. And then I'll just talk about two more. We have our Bowling with Executives uh, meeting. Yeah, so I love that, would, one. Oh, that was always my favorite. We would go to spare time, we would have catering, we would just like bowl with the executives. Um, and so that one's a really good one. But unfortunately last year, obviously we couldn't because of the pandemic, we couldn't meet in person. Uh, and so we didn't get a chance to do that um, in, pr- or we, we couldn't figure out a way to do it virtually. So we're still kind of like toying around with the idea of that because we're still trying to figure out if the end of this year we'll be able to do it if we'll be in the office and then of course regulations and all that. So what we kind of did to kind of like kind of piggyback on that, it wasn't exactly exactly um, catered specifically toward executive networking, but we did this speed, network, speed networking event recently. And so we had everyone come and we put them into breakout rooms and Zoom. And so you would, for the most part, meet a new person each time you got it put into a different room. And then afterward, we said, make sure you're paying attention. We want you to take notes. We want to learn their names. We want to know, like, who is it that has the dog? Maybe if you could tell us about their dogs. It was just questions. We kind of gave them general, like, this is what we want you to learn. And following the networking, we actually played a game of bingo, where I would call, like, uh, if you met someone who has a dog, you would put a marker on your bingo card and so uh everyone everyone seemed to respond really well to it so that was kind of a good way to like get everyone meeting it was kind of just very hard figuring out a virtual way for everyone to network that wasn't so structured that it was uncomfortable yeah but i think we found a really good happy medium with that and i was able to convince my boss to come in so we did have an executive presence in there and everyone i mean it was it was low-key it wasn't uh set up to where there was any pressure of networking with an executive um So that's one of my favorites I think we've done so far. That's
1: I feel like you I don't I didn't even know some of the things that you had just mentioned um, but I'm so impressed that you are able to continue to help facilitate those connections and I know even though a lot of us are zoomed out the breakout rooms are such a great tool and just that time for informal unstructured connection is so powerful um so that's awesome I'm glad to hear that uh is well on its way I'm sure that um we'll be back to in-person stuff hopefully sometime soon but in the meantime it sounds like y'all got it figured out no
3: we're trying
1: um, <laughs> and I know that Cone Health has got a lot figured out too Jasmine I know y'all have been busy with a lot of virtual programming but um if you can talk to our listeners a little bit about what you've been doing during the pandemic but then also mention some of the wonderful. Um, opportunities that you guys offered before the pandemic. One specifically that I'm thinking of is, was the very successful um, summit that you guys had. Uh, I guess I don't even remember when that was. It was probably like a year and a half ago at this point, but um, talking about generational differences, which was such a great event. So Jasmine, tell us what kind Health of has been up to.
2: Absolutely. And Carol what you share was awesome. I was over here taking notes and like, no, those are <laughs> awesome ideas. Let me see how we can borrow those. So thank you for sharing those. Um, so pre-pandemic, you know, we had a lot going on. And so trying to pare that down in a virtual environment has been challenging. So Previous to, of course, March 2020, you know, we would have our connect and launch events every other month at various local businesses. So we were at Pig Pounder, World of Beer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that was really our informal time. We did do some of that speed networking. We did have that bingo um, and just ways for people to connect and, and talk and meet new people. Um, every spring, we've had a launch and learn panel discussion around career planning or just how to think about your career strategically. Uh, We have an internal career development center at Cone Health, and so we partner with them to offer different workshops, resume reviews, mock interview sessions, things like that. And then on a quarterly basis, we would have volunteering opportunities, you know, so sometimes we go to the warehouse for the Out of the Garden project, for example, Mm -hmm. um, and coordinate that. Um, In terms of empowerment, we had uh, focus groups for our members to share their thoughts and recommendations for different initiatives occurring across the system. So, you know, our IT team was doing upgrades to a particular piece of software. We had a focus group for that. You know, right now we're thinking about our workplace strategy, given that most of our workforce, our administrative workforce is remote. So we were able to have a focus group for that. Um, And what Sarah was uh, alluding to previously was our dive in dialogue, and that was our Huge event! It was 2019, which again yeah. feels like last year somehow. Yes. <laughs> um, and that was around this perceived generational gap. And so we had Lizzie Tasuda um, as our keynote speaker. We had breakout sessions, and Sarah was one of our wonderful moderators. So thank you again for. Doing oh, happy that. to be there. It was a lot of fun. It was, and so similar to what Carolyn was saying. You know, we thought, okay, we're just going to have to cancel this. These few events, it'll be over in a few months, and then we kept going, and we're like. Okay, we'll just, the whole year, we'll just just figure it out. And so given that we're a healthcare system, right, everyone's time and attention was obviously elsewhere in 50 different directions. And so trying to Mm -hmm. adapt was challenging. So our leadership team said, look, let's press pause and let's try to brainstorm. Let's think about how we could convert some of our events to a virtual format. And then, you know, what is really beneficial? What's going to be meaningful for people? Um, And how can we be mindful of the fact that people do not have the bandwidth to be on a Zoom for an hour uh, to do certain activities. So we, for example, just a couple examples of what we've done, we have transitioned our uh, connection events. So now we have a monthly trivia night or game night uh, every third Thursday just to provide a fun outlet. And so people do look forward to those. We have a leaderboard and that we keep track of scores and everything, and we offer prizes and things like that. Uh, We recently had our spring panel virtually and it's been the most successful that we've ever had, uh, the most attendance we've had. Um, We had a great time talking about how to navigate your career in the midst of uncertainty, which is definitely relevant. I was sitting Mm -hmm. there taking notes like I need this (laughs) information as well. And then we also did a contactless volunteering opportunity. So United Way is hosting their basic needs kit drive. And so we had a box at one of our office buildings. We also had an Amazon wish list, and we had over 400 kits that were donated. Like the response was overwhelming. And so you know, it's awesome. And, you know, Carolyn, you talked about your internship with Campus Greensboro. I believe we're gonna have virtual interns this year as well. So we're yay! trying to work to, yes, yay. So we're trying to work to figure out how can Launch support those interns while they're here and help them see, you know, Cone Health as a great uh, employer of opportunity, you know, opportunity in the future. So we're still learning, um, but we see that, you know, even though we've moved some of our events to a virtual space, they're still successful and people are still engaged with us. So it's been awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I love that you said the word meaningful. Um, and in this Zoom world that we live in now, we really got to um, pack a punch when you're asking people to get on a Zoom call. So I think it's great that you're thinking about that. Um, and kind of in that vein, let's talk a little bit about benefits. Like why would I, as a young professional, be moved to join the affinity group within my company? Um, I know that you, each of you have hit on a lot of things, you know, volunteering, connecting with leadership, professional development. What do you feel like is the strongest offering that your affinity group has or a reason why you would want a young professional to join your affinity group?
2: I think our members enjoy just the content of our offerings because we base it around what their needs are and what they want from us. So we're constantly asking for feedback, surveying them you know, hey, rank, here's some options we're thinking about. Can you rank these from your favorite to least favorite? That's a great Um, idea. Or, you know, just sending them, you know, here's an idea. What do you think about this? We've had sort of town halls with our members to say, here's what we've done here's where we're going, what do you think, what ideas do you have? And so that's been really helpful as well. So just the content of our offerings and the consistency, you know you know every month there's gonna be trivia, you know we're gonna have a spring panel, you know that these things are gonna be offered. So you know that there is that support for you as you advance in your career, even amidst all the chaos um, that's going on. And I think as well, the opportunity for that informal connection Uh, You know, people have come into contact with people that they would have never had or, you know, they get to network with our senior leaders in a casual setting, you know, and that may lead to a new opportunity um, as well. So I think that just really helps them have that support system, you know, being able to make a difference in the organization, in their community, uh, etc. So I think that's really the benefit. And I think with any network group, uh, people just appreciate being heard and having a sense of belonging. And so we always hope that that's what we're achieving with our group.
1: Absolutely, yes, it's very important to belong. And I'll go back again to that comment you made earlier, Jasmine, about being the youngest person in the room. And there's certainly nothing wrong with that, but you do wanna feel like you've got people, your peers that you can connect with too. So, Carol Ann?
3: Yeah, so I think I also, I have that feeling of of often being the youngest person in the room um, in my workplace as well. And I think that's something that uh, some of our younger, young professionals in our group, I think that's something they also connect with. So we don't focus on that, like, primarily. I kind of, like, want to include that a little bit more moving forward, because I think I'm starting to realize that more people than just me are starting to feel that way. Um, I think it's pretty similar. Um, what they get out of our group is uh, you get to network with people outside of your department. So I think it's really valuable for them to be making these relationships with people outside of just their group. I know mine specifically, um, I am the executive assistant to our marketing department and our group is very small. I think it's about 12 people total and uh, probably half of us are remote. So some of us work in California, Atlanta, so we're not even all together. So uh, for me, um, I've been able to meet people outside of my department through uh, just kind of like going for a walk if I need to go talk to accounting or especially through the young pros group, that's where I've met a lot of people. Um, so personally, I, I value that because um, I think we're all just trying to find our place in our careers and I think meeting people and and kind of seeing what their jobs are, uh, just the exposure. So it's exposure and visibility are very important. Um, And like you said, being able to network with the executive leadership kind of in a more like relaxed setting, I think that's really good for them as well. So that's why we try and do that bowling with executives uh, because it's a very relaxed environment. You guys are just Mm -hmm. bowling, you can go get some food, get some drinks, just very casual. Um, And I love that you were talking about the fact that you guys do surveys. When I took over uh, as secretary, when I first joined with the Young Professionals ERG, when I got hired, um, I love research. Like in college, I was doing research. Uh, I was in our uh, disciplinary honors program. So I had to do research projects probably, I think, every semester. I can't remember. Um, but so going into the workplace, I was like, I love surveys. I love data. I want to do research. Yeah. So when I started with the group, I was like, do we do surveys? Like, do we ask people what they like about the events? And they were like, no, we don't. And I was like, well, I'm your girl, like all will the surveys. So since 2018 I've done a survey at the end of every year and we do it very similar where we just kind of like rank your events, uh, like which one's your favorite, which one do you not particularly care for, uh, just and then we would have kind of like a, a free uh, response section where you can tell us a little bit more about what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy, what you would change. We try to get an idea of like times during the day so a lot of people surprisingly we were willing to give up their lunch break, but I'm assuming it's because their day-to-day is so busy that that one hour would be the only time they would yeah. be able to step away. It's very hard to get people like 30 to 45 minutes in the middle of the day. So we're trying to kind of vary our, our event times to appeal to everyone who can participate. Um, and then just more stuff about what you want to see, uh, how you feel about our volunteering opportunities. Which that's what, That one's really hard during a pandemic as well, because I think especially with HR guidelines, we can't, right now, I don't think we can necessarily encourage people to meet in in person. Of course. So that's something we've been struggling with. And I mean, typically we would do, um, we would volunteer with junior achievement and some Mm -hmm. of the young pros would go like read stories or present, uh, I guess, like finance tips to little kids in classes and stuff. So uh, that's something we're still trying to figure out, but Overall, it's just about getting people outside of their department, kind of getting to meet each other and just learning more about what they could do for their career. Absolutely. So both of you come from really
1: strong YP affinity groups at at your companies. And I know there are many others, many other groups in the city. Um, The city of Greensboro has a really great um, YP ERG uh, employee resource group. Um, Truest, Contour, a lot of the larger companies um, have some kind of effort to engage their young professional staff members. But if we have a young professional out there who's listening to this podcast today, and they're thinking, well, I don't have that at my company, or I don't have that at my organization, what one piece of advice would you give them about starting that effort within their company? Carolyn? Carolyn?
3: glad you went to me first because Jasmine's an expert at this. <laughs> um, so since mine was already in place by the time I joined the company, my advice uh, would be just have a plan. I think you want to know what you want to do with it and what you want your employees to get out of it. Uh, probably work with your HR department. Ours is specifically under our HR department. Uh, like We have our HR business partners who are directly involved with managing our ERGs. Um, and we have several outside of the young pros. We have um, LGBT uh, plus and allies, women and ally, allies, uh, remote professionals, we have several, so they all roll up to our, H- our HR department. So that's a good place to start. Um, if you are able to, uh, depending on the structure of your company, I would also recommend talking with your director upper management. So like executive buy-in, you really want them to like uh, be accepting and be encouraging of the work you're trying to do through this group. Um, and then talk with young pros outside of your company or inside of your company. So you wanna know exactly what the young pros in your company wanna get out of this, but especially in a case like with Jasmine, she'd be a great, great resource because she knows how to do it. So she knows yeah. exactly what you need to present, how you need to present the information. Um, so really just talking to people and getting to see what people want and need out of it. Sounds like a good place to start. Jasmine, any advice you'd like to share?
2: Sure, and I 100% agree with everything that Carolyn expressed. Um, the only things I would add, so I hate to be one of those people that quote Simon Sinek all the time, but um, <laughs> I'll go ahead and do it. So I would start with the why. Why are you starting it? And be really clear on the problem that you're trying to solve and what needs that your affinity group can address within your organization. Um, as Carolyn talked about, you know, research is going to be key. Don't feel like you have to start from scratch, right? So Google search. What, how are other young professional groups structured um, in other organizations? What kind of events do they have? Um, do a survey with the young professionals in your organization and reach out to leaders to see, you know, how could this group support your organization's goals? Executive sponsorship is key. Our executive sponsor is awesome. She is our EVP of people and culture, and she has really helped our group move forward. Um, and the last thing I would say, put together an awesome leadership team like I'm the chair, but I do not do everything. Our group is really a a team. And so we rely on each other. We, you know, bounce ideas off each other all the time. And just, I don't know where launch would be without them. So um, those are definitely uh, key in starting a group. Teamwork makes the dream work. Absolutely. Um, That's
1: fantastic advice. And If anyone out there is listening and you're not a young professional, but maybe you are a seasoned leader within your company and you're thinking maybe we need to start this um, within our organization, please reach out to us. Um, I'm happy to chat. I talk with a lot of different companies across the city about things that we're doing within Synergy um, that we'd love to involve your young professionals in as a starting point. That's a great way to to kind of ease in. You can um, just have a, a company outing to one of our events that's already planned. Um, or if you really wanna think about how you can grow something internally, I know that Carolyn and Jasmine would be happy to chat with you about um, their kind of learning experience as they've gone through this, um, especially over the past year, kind of balancing um, the need to help people feel engaged, but virtually. Um, so we, we know that uh, that sense of belonging is important that both Jasmine and Carolyn have talked about. Um, for retention and growth, we want our companies um, to retain all of the wonderful young talent that we have here in Greensboro, so to cultivate them not only as employees but um, just as good citizens and, and leaders in our community, and so having that place for them to make connections and volunteer and just um, you know have informal conversation is so important. Um, so, Jasmine and Carolyn, any last thoughts or pieces of wisdom that you'd like to share with our listeners?
3: Um, Yeah. So this is something I I pretty much lived by while I was in college. Um, I guess when I went into it, just something I hold dear to my heart is just take advantage of any opportunity you have to network and learn and grow and get involved in any way possible. Uh, I think that's a big part of the reason I got to where I am today is just learning uh, just everything I could about getting out into the workforce and and networking. I think networking is very hard, especially now virtual. Like we keep talking about Zoom fatigue. It's very hard to just kind of like meet people, especially when it's facilitated. So I would just say look for any opportunity. Don't be afraid to reach out to people because more often than not, they're very willing to share information about how they got to their where they are. Um when I was in the fellows program three summers ago. Oh my gosh, in 2018. (laughs) It still feels like it was last year. It's just this pandemic. Um I actually did an informational interview with Um, someone from I think CCL I'm so sorry I can't remember Um, and I just kind of asked him like his career how he feels about like that um, that career path he was on how he got there just advice on how I can move forward especially coming straight out of college I was like I have to do everything right now so I would say just just get involved take every opportunity you can reach out to people like Sarah said Jasmine and I are very willing to talk to you guys if there's any advice we can give on creating a young pros group and Just uh just go for it. There's nothing you can lose. (laughs) I love that. Just go for it. Jasmine?
2: Yeah, so I would absolutely echo those comments. Um, you know, again, just emphasizing the importance of having an affinity group for young professionals in an organization. You know, I think they're gonna be key. You know, they provide a lot of benefits for employees, they help to create that culture of inclusion and belonging and Um, It's going to be crucial for the future of any organization. And I know, you know, just in the past two years, you know, our group has helped several of our members achieve their professional goals and discover new possibilities for themselves and for their career at Cone Health. And so if you're listening to this and you're passionate about all the things that we've talked about and you're thinking about creating a young professionals group in your organization, I would definitely encourage you to do it. And I'd be happy, uh, as Carolyn said, I'd be happy as well to offer any insights uh, for anyone who wants to reach out.
1: Thank you. Thank you both so much. And if you are listening and you do want to connect with Jasmine or Carolyn, please feel free to email me S M-C-G-U-I-R-E at actiongreensboro.org, and I'd be happy to make that connection for you. Um, and as I mentioned before, if you don't have a, a YP affinity group, or even if you do, Um, Synergy would love to get to know you. We have a lot of events happening um, throughout the year, specifically this month. Uh, We have our monthly social networking event. That'll be on Wednesday, June 9th at 5.30 p.m. It's a drop-in event. very casual. You can bring your crew from work. Um, We'll also have a virtual lunch and learn. Um, We're going to do a wellness series session, a class with title boxing. And then we also have a really great event coming up at the end of the month called Making Connections. And that will be a virtual event um, where we will use those great breakout rooms that we've talked about today. And it'll be an opportunity for young professionals across the city to connect with some um, more seasoned um, community and business leaders. So kind of the same thing that you've heard from both Caroline and Jasmine, but opened up to a greater audience. So we'd be happy to have um, any young professionals out there um, who are listening to join us for, for our events this year. And just to learn more about Synergy in general, you can visit our website synergy.org. Uh, we have a great um, events calendar there. You can also connect with any of our council members through the website. We also are very active on um, social media, so you can give us a follow on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Synergy GSO. Um, and again, if you'd like to chat with me or Jasmine or Carolyn, please feel free to give us an email. We'd love to continue the conversation with you about how we can cultivate Greensboro's next, gener- next generation of leaders um, and how we can make them feel um, welcomed and empowered within their companies and organizations. So um, that's it for us today. Thank you again, Jasmine and Carolyn, for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks. We'll see you
0: next time. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Make sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes delivered to your device each week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time.